Welcome to the Aligned Podcast, hosted by Jess, spiritual medium and intuitive healer, and Allie, intuitive astrologer. A conversation between friends sharing our experiences as we navigate a purposeful life aligned, rooted in earth and guided by our intuition. Together, we'll talk about what it's like to be in flow with the universe, sharing the tools and wisdom that we've used to access our intuition, trust the pings, and bring forth healing into our daily lives. You were born with this innate ability to tap into your inner wisdom. We'll discuss how to clear the fears, limiting beliefs that keep you from accessing your highest potential. Our intention is to provide support and create a community for anyone curious about their own spiritual path, regardless of where you're at in your journey. Thanks for joining us and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Align Podcast. I'm excited to be back. It's been a little bit of a hiatus. I've been navigating some deep transformation on my end, which has lowered my capacity to do other things besides work and navigating life. So I've been away from the podcast, but I am I'm back and I'm excited to be here. And we'll get into all of the juicy details of this episode, everything I want to cover in a moment. But I wanted to talk briefly about my private mentorship, which is open for enrollment now. We begin in January. It is a very intimate and powerful uh, three-month journey focusing on the integration of self, which is the integration of our different parts, our soul parts that have become fragmented from experiences within this life, past lives, uh, any traumas that we've inherited through our ancestry. So our goal is to integrate these parts of us so we can feel more whole, more empowered, more aligned with our truth, because that's really the goal of this time as we evolve and change through this life. And as we work closely one-on-one together, things come up on the physical plane. We're working together to um, bring awareness to them, to learn new tools in order to navigate uh, life more empowered, more clear on what specific patterns are arising, bringing awareness to that so it can improve our relationships, our work. Um, I work a lot with women who are starting businesses, who are navigating relational challenges, things like that, that are really womb work. And so as we work through the sacred portal of the womb together, we're bringing healing and integration to the parts that are keeping us held in the past, which is obviously not where we want to operate from now uh, as adults and as, you know, more evolved humans. So I love, love, love working with women within this mentorship. It's my greatest joy. I love the podcast too. So it's my other greatest joy (laughs) working with Jess in this podcast. But the mentorship is, it just, I love seeing women evolve. I love seeing women change some of these patterns that keeps that keep us detached from our power and really actually healing some of these things that have been lifelong patterns. So if you would like more information on the mentorship, you can find it. Uh, I'll link it on the show notes and you can find it on my website as well. I am totally booked through December, but If you would like to book a clarity call with me to talk more about the mentorship, you can reach out via email or send me a DM on Instagram and we can connect and just talk a little bit more. But I'm so excited for this new year, for 2023, for uh, the Jedi experience, as I'll talk a little bit more about in this episode. Um, But I'm looking forward to connecting with all of you more next year. So 
reach out, let me know if you have questions and enjoy this episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Align Podcast. This is Allie. I'm here for a solo episode. I feel like I haven't been here in months, which is the case. <laughs> so I'm happy to be back. Jess and I are recording some episodes tomorrow together, which I'm excited about. And we'll be able to, yeah, just touch base again before we close the chapter of this year and begin New Year, the new year with a new season. So excited for all the things to come, but certainly feeling all of the the wild initiations, the the pressure, the up-leveling that this year has brought and required of us. And we'll do a full recap, uh, 2022 recap episode, so I'm not going to spend too much time today on that. But what I did want to spend time talking about is my own journey over the last few months and where it's brought me and what it's taught me <laughs> because we have you know so many lessons that are delivered to us in this life um, through these these incredible experiences that bring us into the opportunities to evolve and shift and grow and learn and be what we're meant to be in this life and I know I've talked a lot about it on this podcast too, but in my own, you know, personal work uh, on my website and on my Instagram and things like that about the spiral of life and the ups and downs and the ins and outs and the, the ways in which we meet ourselves more deeply along these layers and at these different checkpoints. And I truly believe that, you know, for most of us, uh, most of the people I know at least that we've really been tested a lot over the last few years tested in which we show up how we you know choose to react or respond to specific circumstances and how that begins to change and shift the patterns that we have imprinted within us and so you know the work that I do with women and the work that I'm called to do for myself in my own life because I truly believe that the work that we do in this world um, must be integrated within us before we can actually hold space for it. And I do, I mean, I think that there are people that hold space for things that may, maybe they've not integrated, but it never really turns out quite well, you know, for the, for the person that the space is being held for and for the practitioner as well. But um, embodiment to me looks like the communion of our soul, spirit, this world, this earthly plane, our bodies, and each other. And so when we look at it from all of those different angles and the embodiment piece, which is that we choose to fully inhabit this physical form while having spiritual experiences, having earthly experiences, relating, um, being in connection and partnership, and that requires so much radical self-responsibility and ownership of all of our parts. And, you know, when you work with me, I think that you probably know that about parts, you know, and the parts work that I, that I do with people and that it, it is meant to really bring us into our, our center point, our center of self, where we hold 
many different operating systems, you know, these, these parts of us that are held in past experiences that along the timeline of life, along the spiral, we had interruptions, you know, and fragmentation that occurred. And that's where the soul retrieval work comes in because it's pulling us, pulling that fragmented part back into our center point so we can integrate it and move more fully and wholly within this life, you know? So thinking about it from that perspective that we're here to meet ourselves more deeply in each and every experience that we have in this life. And that means that we take the time and space to notice our part within all circumstances, within, um, you know, interactions with others, um, when we're feeling that wound, you know, when we're feeling a certain way in interaction with another, looking at what part of us is feeling that, you know, is it your eight-year-old self? Is it your two-year-old self? Is it your adult self? Because that can happen too. (laughs) You know, we're allowed to have feelings. We're allowed to have emotions about certain things, but the real work is sitting back and really allowing ourselves to notice and have awareness around what part is activated in that moment so that we can bring that part closer and so we can integrate it. And I just think that that's such incredible work and so powerful. It's been the work that I've been in over the last few months. I mean, let's be honest, my entire life, you know, I think I've just, you know, been, been on this, this deep journey and, I'm a very, very high, you know, highly sensitive human as well. So I feel a lot. I cry in most movies, TV shows, <laughs> songs. <laughs> I, I know I came here to be, to, to, to live not at the surface, but at the depths of life and to feel a lot and to experience a lot. And so when I am in connection with another person, whether it's friendship or romantic relationship. And I've certainly had navigated this within my romantic relationship lately, but also friendships and had to sit with the parts that felt really sensitive and, and maybe wounded and hurt and noticing what part of me feels that, you know, is it, is it the part of me? Is it my younger, younger part, my inner child that feels so terrified and truly terrified terror um, of abandonment, of being left alone, of being rejected. More love, more compassion, more assurance, you know, reassurance that I am present and available and attuned to my own body and my own needs. And that's the real work. It's not about focusing on how we can change others or how we wish that they would have showed up differently or that they would be there for us or that they could see what we were navigating and that we needed, you know, more attunement or more support or whatever it is. And thinking about, okay, everyone has a different capacity, every single person. And that fluctuates all the time. Maybe someone could show up for us more in one moment, but not in another because they're navigating something. And our capacity is really what allows us, um, the space to hold things, to hold challenge, to hold complexity, to hold nuance. And that capacity changes, you know, for each one of us, depending on what we're navigating. And sometimes we only have capacity for our work and for our immediate people within our family and not as much for our friends, because that's just where it's at right now. 
our nervous system determines our capacity. So if we're, if we're in more of a survival state, if we're navigating a lot, if we're very stressed, then our capacity shrinks. And that's really the work is, is noticing where our capacity is, where we're operating from, how we can communicate that to the people we're in connection with and communicate it to our own inner inner parts and and sitting with them and and thinking about how we can like I said reassure them that we are present that we are attuned that we're not leaving you know because the tricky thing about the abandonment wound is that the real pain comes from the abandonment of self and that's something that it's it's kind of hard to grasp that but it actually is empowering because if we can take our power back and see really all that matters is, is as long as we're in our center point, as long as we aren't um, abandoning ourselves, then we won't have that terror and that fear of the abandonment wound. So that's a lot of the work I do with women is, is noticing which parts operating, doing soul retrieval and um, the integration of self, I call it, to bring these parts back into communion, the embodiment of it. And that's the work I'm doing with myself in a big way right now. And, you know, I know on this podcast, Jess and I were like, let's just share about our journeys. And that's really like the heart and soul of this podcast. And I feel like I've really noticed my own patterns and tendency to isolate and turn inward um, when I'm when I'm struggling and when I'm having a hard time. And my capacity was, you know, shrunk over the last four months because I've been navigating a lot in my partnership and in my own life. I've been in a deep descent in an initiation to prepare me for deeper work within my mentorship with women, within my work, within my life, (laughs) you know, like mothering myself and all of my parts. It's, It's a lot of work, you know, we all do that work, but it's, it's up leveling. It's, it's, it's evolution. It's, revolution because as women we are not taught how to do that we're taught to abandon our parts and hope that we can you know survive tending to the needs of others and then we become resentful and angry and shut down and we find coping mechanisms and escape tendencies and maladaptive strategies in order to function in this life when we're when you know our, our, our inner parts haven't received the attunement and the, the love and the nourishment that they've needed. So the revolution is, as women, the womb work, learning how we can mother those parts, come back to our center point, heal the trauma we've, we've been through, um, the abandonment trauma of abandoning ourselves as well, and feel more whole and full in order to move forward in this life. And Along the spiral, I will say, we don't heal overnight, right? I mean, we can bring a lot of healing to our parts, but what I've noticed is that we actually have to create the embodiment and the integration on the physical plane too. So that's why we're given these opportunities, these relationships, these interactions to integrate more and more. And each and every time we show up for those experiences, we get a chance to change a pattern. We get a chance to stay anchored into self, to not lean forward too much and abandon self. We get an opportunity to say, I'm doing this differently this time. You know, I'm going to feel 
into and take ownership and responsibility for my parts, for my wounded parts that are showing up in this interaction and noticing how magically, because this work is magic, I fully believe that. (laughs) This is where spirituality meets science. Um, Magically, the other person, their stance shifts. If you have that person in your life where you know, it's super challenging. It feels like that strong mirror, that relationship that kind of is always like, you know, has a thorn. Um, Notice how you can take more ownership of your wounded parts in those interactions with them. Um, Noticing where that wounded part is, at what age, what trauma is held in that space. Because along our timeline, um, through the integration of self, we, we realize along our timelines, we have those fragmentations, those, those soul fragments that get stuck in the trauma. So maybe it's a, an incident where you were, you know, it can be as simple as you were left way too long in your crib and you got to the point where your nervous system became so overwhelmed that you went all the way into a deep fawn state. You went down into a deep, deep dysregulation and that created an, an imprint in, in your nervous system, in your body, in your auric field that said, the world is not safe. You know, as children, we don't have the ability at that age to self-regulate. So if that occurred, then there might be this undercurrent, this tone within your relationships that you can't quite trust them. And if there's anything I've noticed over the last few months, and I've, I've done a lot of relational work over the last few years, and um, I know it's it's part of the work I'm, you know, here to do on the, on the physical plane, but I've had to really notice like where my patterns, which I thought were quote unquote healed, are still there, just extremely subtle, right? So it, it feels like as we, as we go along this spiral that these patterns might become more subtle, and we have to get really good, have that like Hawkeye's perspective of zooming out and seeing things from the higher perspective, not from the wound, but the higher perspective that says, oh, I see how I'm operating here. There's a subtle or undercurrent of resentment or, you know, as women, because the dark feminine can be, you know, very manipulative. And if it's not fully integrated, it can run the show and we don't even know it, but where am I being slightly condescending or manipulative or where's my tone a bit off that is creating a ripple effect, an energetic effect on the other person and activating their wound so that they approach from a more manipulative or condescending or, you know, defensive space. And so the work I really believe that we're in in this life is noticing when we're operating from the wound or from the heart, from the trauma or from our higher perspective, you know, from our inner child or our adult self. And so that requires space. And this is, you know, what I tell people that ask me, like, how do you begin your journey? You know, what what's a, what's the best advice you can give someone when they're starting down their spiritual path or their, you know, self-exploratory path. And I just say, get quiet, create space for yourself where you're not listening to a podcast. You aren't listening to music. You aren't watching TV. You aren't scrolling through your phone and just lay there and just notice what comes forward. What thoughts would like to get you to bounce you back out of your body 
and into your phone or into listening to something thinking that you need meditative music and it's like no space and that's where we learn to attune to ourselves that's where we learn to tap into our intuition and so um that's just a tip that i find very helpful and i've spent so much time alone and so much time quiet over the last four years really that being in a relationship now and living with someone i've realized how little alone time i really have and how little space i have to drop in you know and i have to really create that but also noticing when i've been creating it what i've reached for to distract myself so just know that regardless of how much work you do those strategies are always available and we have to learn how to become so aware of them that we don't drop into a cycle of it i hope that this information was helpful for you I know I've talked to many of you and I work with many of you who are getting tested and feel like you have your feet to the fire a little bit. And this year has been, this year has been a, it's been a big giant initiation. I think, um, 2023 is interesting. It's, it's a lot different. The energy to me feels very electric when I tune into it. I feel, um, Aquarian, you know, I feel fast and electric and hot and there's a lot of, um, air and fire you know if we think about the nodes shifting into Aries and Libra um in like early spring that's a big shift so this deep like excavation work this like trudging through mud that we've been doing over the last year and it hasn't all been negative it's so powerful and so impactful but as we as we allow it to integrate more we'll notice it's what we need it's part of our toolbox now to move into the next chapter to move into this new chapter of, of, of Pluto, which is moving into Aquarius and, um, and early next year. And, and it's going to be there for, I think 20 years. <laughs> so that's a huge, huge, huge time frame. Um, it's, it defines in many ways our generation, you know, not like, you know, our generation as far as the age generations that we have, but really our, our incarnation, you know, all of us that are here right now, this, plutonic shift is massive and we're going to see a lot unfolding on the physical plane in the news and the media in you know technology technological advancements using discernment on deciding hmm does this actually feel in alignment with my greatest and highest good or is this does this feel like more of the same just wrapped in you know um really good marketing you know so it's going to be a big year. It's electric, like I said. Um, and we're going to need the tools that we've honed, um, our medicine bag over the last few years, a uh, few decades for many of us too, uh, to enter into this next chapter like warriors, you know? Um, and if you think about like a Jedi, it's disciplined, right? So I've been focusing on that a lot with clients as well. It was like, okay, you know, we've, we've kind of been through this portal of like thinking about and pondering on our traumas, uh, where these things come from. How can we own those parts more and more, take such radical self-responsibility for them um, to actually step into our power? Because if we're just moving forward fragmented, um, you know, suppressing those parts more and not taking ownership for them. We don't actually evolve. We don't actually anchor into our power. 
uh, we bypass, you know? So this disciplined Jedi of 2023, that's where, (laughs) that's what I'm focusing on right now. So I hope you all have such a beautiful um, December. Jess and I will be back next time with, or actually I think she's doing a solo episode uh, between now and um, our next episode as a duo, but we'll be back soon with a, with a duo episode. So that will be fun. And I, I know I um, did a little spot before I started talking on my mentorship, but I have just a few spots left uh, for January, which I'm very excited about. It is a three-month journey uh, in exactly what we've talked about in this episode, the integration of self, focusing on the parts of us that have been fragmented, you know, those soul parts that we go through the soul retrieval of integrating them, of bringing them back to our center point, back to our our place of power so we can own them, mother them, parent them, and operate in our higher expression, in our adult selves. And that's where the real change occurs. So we really spend a lot of time working on your patterns within this life, relational work, um, womb healing, uh, and teaching of tools so that you can navigate these portals with more awareness, feeling more anchored, more grounded, um, using somatic tools to anchor more deeply into your being and feel your confidence and power as you push up against the walls and increase your capacity as you cross these thresholds. If you are wanting more information on my mentorship or to book a clarity call, uh, you can direct message me on Instagram, send me an email, whatever you'd like. Uh, My schedule is fully booked through December, so um, I'm happy to communicate with you that way. And I would love to chat. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your week. I hope some of these tools we talked about today, some of these topics will be helpful uh, as you navigate this holiday season with family, friends, this energetically charged time as we enter into the new year as Jedis together. Talk to you soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a five-star review, share with friends and family, and follow us on Instagram. For more details on this episode, please see the show notes. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.